Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. Mm. I like that. I wanted to do I wanted to do a a a, a, a beat as well. It yeah, sounded, a, it sounded fun. A little a little pause. Yeah. Yes. Um, I want to give the audience some uh I want to give our listener some anticipation. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. So um welcome to Cage Fest. Episode one of Cage Fest. Cage Fest, Cage Match, Cage Fest. Exactly that. Yeah. Uh, we are watching the movie Pig. Well, we watched the movie Pig. We are currently watching it. No. Yeah, we already watched it. That would be interesting. You know, eventually we should be. We could be probably do something like that now that we have a, a setup. Yeah, we just have to do it to make sure we don't get a copyright strike. <laughs> yep. Um. So stick around. We'll talk about that movie but first, of course, we talk about beer. So, yes. I picked up The Bad Wiggles, a turning point with collaboration with a Zilker. Which I love the can. It's nice and sleek. It, Ryan assures me this beer is good. I hope it doesn't give me The Bad Wiggles. Oh, so. yeah. I hope not. <laughs> but uh, obviously, it's an IPA. It's, I mean, with turning points, either. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's great audio. Uh, it's either a, a IPA or a sour, usually. Yeah, we gotta. Okay, so we gotta give the uh, give the audience the sound of the can, so they know it's like quality audio here. Oh, and I just spelled it on myself. That's that's awesome. Great. We're doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually, I mean, I usually pour this and everything beforehand. I just, I was like, you know what? We're hitting live. We're just gonna go. But anyway, uh, fuck it. We'll do it live. That's right. <laughs> Anthony, how has your week been? Let's talk about that a little bit. Oh, my week. I've been keeping busy. My wife's been out of town, so I've been like living bachelor style. And by living bachelor style, I mean uh, living in a pigsty, basically, and then mm. cleaning up immediately, like maybe an hour before my wife gets home. So <laughs> Sounds about right. And then becoming a responsible adult again. So, um. Yeah, man, busy week. It was a busy week for me. Uh, just, you know, still doing the job search thing, and that's keeping me busy enough right there, honestly. Yeah. But, um, gotta fight the man. It's like, get, get and do your own thing. Work yeah. for a different man. Mm hmm. Ooh. Have you had a sip yet? I have not. Take a sip. Uh, do it. I guess it's time to drink the beer. Yeah, drink a beer. That's that's this first segment we talk about and drink about beer. We drink about beer. I'm doing great. Mm, this doesn't go well with the flavor of the strawberry drink I'm drinking right now. Oh yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> that does not complement it. Yeah. I need to wait for my palate to like cleanse itself a little bit before I do that again. So while we wait, um, let's talk about some of the beer events coming up. So since we're doing or beer events, beer the the beer events. Beer event. Never mind. I'm stopping. Uh, we're only going to talk about a few of them since we're doing Cage Fest because we'll release, well, obviously today, the 8th, the 15th, and the 22nd. So we're doing three episodes this month. So, you know, we got to make sure we portion out what we talk about a little bit better than new normal. So 
Coming up this Thursday, March 10th, it's Banter with the Brewer over at Odd Muse. Uh, if you haven't been to Odd Muse, I say that's the perfect time to go. You get to meet Bobby, a uh, fantastic brewer owner. Uh, I mean, it's one of my favorite spots still. It's further away now, sadly, but uh, I need to I need to get back over there. And then, so I don't know if I already said that that's March 10th. And then over at Simon Rock Brewery, they got Shake Your Shamrock Party. Yeah, so we got the St. Patrick's Day stuff coming up. So you probably this is probably not an all-inclusive list of everything going on. I know our, our guy over at uh, Beer, Beer, Beer and Big D is uh, usually got it on lock, but I'm sure there's got to be more stuff going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's probably just so much he... I doubt he could just fit everything. Yeah, that'd be uh, half the website at this point. So, yeah, so pretty much on the 12th, we have one, two, three, four, five, at least five uh, St. Patrick's Day parties. So you got one. Yeah, Siren Rock, Cowtown, Oak Highlands, uh, Arlington Backyard, which I, I've never actually heard yeah, of that one. a new one. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Beard Monk up in Denton. Uh, that, well, let's see, 13th. Yeah, we could talk about 13th. Okay, great. Uh, Ten-year anniversary party over at Oak Street Draft House. That's up in Denton. All right, that's all we're going to talk about with events, because <laughs> I, I got to read and be like, okay, hold on. I'm only going through a certain date. Well, and But we do have one look-ahead event that we usually me- mention every time it's coming up, it's because it always sneaks up on us. Coming up at the end of this month is the Big Texas Beer Fest. That's right. So you, you heard us talk about it like all the freaking time last year, and then I didn't go. <laughs> But uh, it's coming up again, March 26th. Like, I think it's like less than six months later uh, after the after the last one. So, yeah, I don't have tickets for it this time. So, yeah, I probably still won't go. So, I, so if you go, let us know how it is. Take plenty of pictures and show yeah. us. Um, we'll, we'll hit it up in 2023, I guess. Hoping, hoping. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, definitely Big Texas Beer Fest. Again, I would highly recommend it. It's it's so much fun. We've only been once, but. It was such a blast. Uh, we really got to hang out with the the people over at Cowtown Brewing, and I mean, ever since then, we've we love uh, Cowtown. Yeah, they've, they've got a lifelong fan, uh, fan in me. I uh, and now that I live like maybe like ten minutes from there, I spend a lot of time there, especially now that they have a location in South Lake. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So I need to hit up that one because that's closer for me. So, well, is it? I don't know anymore. Actually, I need to look it up. I guess, but I would imagine so. You might be 50-50 there. Yeah, yeah. truly. I'm, I'm still trying to figure all this out. But, um, so there we go. Uh, beer and Big D dot com. Yeah, thank you again. Yeah. We, like we, we reached out to him, and uh, he's a he's a cool dude, so. Indeed. So uh, thank you, and uh, doing the doing the Lord's work there. <laughs> the Lord's work. Uh, so now that you've said it a little bit, How's the how's the drink feeling for you? Yeah, now that my palate actually doesn't have like strawberries sitting on it, it's pretty good. Um, it's uh not as uh I didn't look I didn't really look into it too much beforehand, so I'm not sure what the uh, the uh, palate is here. Did we ever pull it up on uh, Untapped? Uh, no, I don't know my un- Untapped login anymore. So oh no, let I me, know. Uh, I got to figure all that out. Let me provide some good audio while I log this in here. Yeah, so a while ago, I uh, <clears throat> we switched phone serve companies. And during that, I lost everything. So nothing saved on my phone. So all the stuff, like passwords to, well, like untapped and other apps, I just, it's just become a chore, honestly, to even think about doing it. So, yeah. 
So uh, the description on Untapped for the Bad Wiggles is uh, it's a triple New England IPA, which uh, now that I know that I uh, I'm tasting it, I could tell you, yeah, it's triple for sure. Uh, you should probably know that going into it, so you're not caught off guard. <laughs> uh, but uh, triple New England IPA with Citra, Strata, uh, El Dorado, uh, Chinook, Mosaic, and Zappa hops. Uh, beer brewed in collaboration with our friends at Zilker, uh, Zilker Brewing out of Austin, Texas. If you ever get a chance to go there, I highly recommend it. They uh, they brew some awesome stuff. Got to get pictures yeah, for uh, to post on all the socials. Oh, I did. See, I'm so stupid. I did it this way. It should have been that way. Like every, you know. Okay, so for people listening to audio only, we do video now. I know I, I usually forget to mention that at the beginning. So if you want to, I know I interrupted you, Anthony. Yeah, the, the site the site gags really make for great audio as well. Yeah, I know, it's fantastic. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, listen, you got to, if you want to see what we're doing, you got to go on the social media. Video is the future. That's right. It is. Uh, so we are on Facebook. We are on Twitch, Instagram. Well, hold on. For video. Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter. But you can mainly find us over at the PartyCast Network over on Twitch and Twitter. But you can find us at Let's Do a Podcast, our video. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you know how to do all this stuff because I barely know how to use Facebook anymore. Um, I'm, I'm getting to that age. I only do Facebook to post this stuff, and yeah. that's it. Like, I mean, we're not really super active. The most place where I'm active is now on Twitter. Uh, that's I feel like that's kind of the the future is Twitter yeah. now. Uh, I feel like all of a sudden for podcasters and streamers, Twitter has really taken off. So yeah. I'm trying to get more active there. And so I will be sharing kind of this stuff on my Twitter, which is I don't. Yeah, no. I feel I feel like I'm just sitting back uh, sitting back on my porch shaking my fist. And it's like all those kids on their TikToks and their whoozy what's it's. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with your, with your floss, do they, do they do the floss dance still? Is that still a thing? Probably not. Uh, one, I think once I learned how to do it, they stopped doing it. So, jeez. Oh, um, of course, you would learn how to do it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, you get so, bored every now and then. Yeah. Make sure you check out uh, Partycast Network anywhere that you can, any social media place, or let's do a podcast on YouTube and facebook if you want to watch the video that's what i was trying to say yes and i could just get all and yeah anyway yeah, you will see our lovely visages <laughs> yes because apparently people want to see it so yeah like just uh just uh just like put your uh, hands over your eyes and just like kind of look through the cracks there and you should be able to take it yeah you can maybe. deal you can deal with us maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> um anything else before we start moving on to the movie uh beer banter no i think we're good now we can talk about movie yeah beer banter and beats i don't know b movies but this is not a b movie this one's actually good uh, i mean i i think we may disagree with this but this one's like a uh, uh typically when we do cage fest we typically find like some of the schlockiest stuff but i think this this year i ended up picking some ones that are considered more critically acclaimed mm-hmm. uh well two two out of three anyways uh, more than usual for us. Um, and we can talk about what our opinions are on uh, actual opinions are on these. Yeah. Um, I try to I'll try to keep that in min- to a minimum so we can be shocked at each other's opinions of these movies, but <laughs> <laughs> keep it natural for the audience there. But 
yeah, I've already been, we've already spoiled each other a little bit, but, uh, so the movie is Pig, came out last year, uh, in 2021. We watched this on Hulu. You watched it on Hulu as well, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I did not pay for this one. Yeah, yeah. so, so this one, if you, if you want to watch it for free, you can watch it on Hulu. Hulu, there are commercials. Uh, if you have, if you don't have the, uh, commercial free service with Hulu, but, uh, if you're, if you're trying to watch movies for free, then you probably don't have the commercial free service anyways. I mean, I don't either. So I'm just guessing. I was like, I don't. So, uh, but, uh, the synopsis here. So let me, uh, kind of read through what the, uh, what the goings on of this movie is. So I found a nice, uh, synopsis here that kind of talks about it without spoiling it. So here it goes. So Rob, uh, our character played by nick cage he lives out a rustic lives out in a rustic hut in the oregon woods with only a foraging pig a truffle pig for a companion which is how he prefers it uh his hair is matted clothes are tattered and he looks every bit the hermit he is he does if you've seen the trailer for this he looks like uh he looks like a guy who's been living in the woods for 15 years which is about how long he's been out there for sure uh it's the quiet life just him and his pig uh, captured with tenderness by uh, the director, uh, Michael Sarnowski, which this is his first movie he's ever filmed, which I got to say, bravo for a first movie you've ever done. Uh, this looks visually looks good. Uh, if, if not, uh, people, if, if, if not the story uh, being good. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, with the director for photography. Uh, so once a week, uh, the uh, Rob, he has a wordless exchange. He, he doesn't talk. Uh, for like the first uh, part of the movie there. And if, in fact, I get the uh, impression he hasn't talked in like 15 years. Yeah. Cause whenever he first tries to, he like has to like almost like he has to like cough or like be like, Oh yeah. my God. He like croaks it out. Yeah. yeah. He could barely say something. So yeah. Once a week, uh, Rob has a wordless exchange with Amir uh, played by Alex Wolf. Uh, he's a long, uh, a young luxury ingredient supplier from Portland uh, who uh, has a, I think cool yellow sports car and designer belt buckle. Uh, so he's like, it's like, he's like the polar opposite of, of Rob. Uh, Amir is he's, he's like this, like, like caring what other people think. Like uh, he's like, needs to maintain his uh, uh, reputation and all this stuff. And Rob, Rob like doesn't give a shit about that. Right. Uh, but one night Rob is knocked out by a couple of thugs, uh, a couple of druggies. We find out, uh, when he awakens, his pig has been stolen. He's gone. Uh, calling, uh, he calls Amir for help after he like trudges through the woods. Uh, he tries to drive his truck, which I, I'm guessing his truck has not been driven in forever too, because that thing breaks down immediately. Oh my god, it sounded awful too. Like that was the thing is, whenever it first started, it's like there ain't no way he's gonna get far. And then yeah, he barely like left his uh, cabin and it broke down. I was like, okay, that's realistic. Yeah. Uh, but he finally gets to a restaurant. He walks out there and he calls Amir, which is like the only guy he's had contact with for years now, uh, calls him for help. Uh, Rob returns to the city with Amir where he once lived uh, and where he once loomed large on the culinary scene. So apparently we find out during the course of the movie that he was a very sought after and very popular chef. Um, and that kind of uh, leads us to the uh, central conceit of the movie where he basically goes to portland uh, to seek out where uh who has his pig uh because right. it's uh, uh as he, he says later in the movie uh and i don't, I don't if you watch the first part of the movie i don't think it's any mystery that he loves the pig yeah, yeah. for sure yeah i mean he treats it almost well just like you would i guess like, like your dog or something yeah, yeah like a like or even that almost like a kid yeah yeah it's true 
but uh, that kind of get, gets us to uh, kind of gets us to where it starts getting a little bit more spoilery. Uh, uh, but uh, Ryan, Anthony, what did you? Uh, what were you? What were your overall thoughts? What was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? What are you thinking here? Um, it was a very uh, interesting movie. It's like you you worked in you you worked in food service, so I figured you'd have like insight into the goings on here. Oh, not a, I mean, <laughs> this is not relatable to the cooking world from, or at least from what I know here in Texas. Who knows about Portland? It might be more crazy. Yeah, it's like uh, there's a there's a scene uh, which I didn't mention where there's actually an underground uh, like a fight club, fight club, yeah, among, amongst uh, in the restaurant industry in Portland. It's like yeah. uh, we don't have that here in Texas. Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> I might not have hidden that status where I can go to something like that. But um, what a wild movie in the sense of just like the portrayal of the culinary world is just the most unrelatable thing, <laughs> at least <laughs> from my experience. Um, this, this is like whenever I see something with airplanes, I'm like, that's not real. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> it feels like that. But I mean, obviously, you know, a, a pig that could find like truffle, like that's, yeah. I would that's imagine a thing, right? that, huh? That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I would imagine it's actually like very, like I can imagine all this, you know, obviously this is exaggerated. But I could see it being some sort of big thing, having a pig that can find truffle. Because truffle, I mean, that's that's expensive stuff. Oh yeah, the price per ounce on that stuff is like, I mean, bought that guy is like, what? What do you say? It was like a Charger or something like that. I thought it was a much nicer car. It's like turns out it's like a Dodge Charger. Or no, a, it was a Camaro. A Camaro. Yeah, no, Camaro's a nice car. Yeah, it is. But um, yeah. So it. Very interesting movie. Very, very interesting. Like, I, I watched the trailer, and the movie, I feel like, is a lot different than what I expected, I think. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me. So I've heard, uh, uh, I've I've read uh, a little bit into it to get, like, what the overall vibe is on it. Because I've, going to going into this, I had heard that this is probably one of Nick Cage's better movies. Uh, and actually, if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it's actually his highest rated movie he's ever been in. Like a beating, like raising Arizona, which he, I believe, I believe he won an, uh, or was nominated for an Oscar for. It was either that or a different movie. Anyways, uh, he's been nominated for an Oscar before, and this mm-hmm. has a higher, uh, higher uh, rating than any of those movies. And there are a lot of people who were saying that he should have been nominated for an Oscar uh, for this movie, which of course he wasn't, um, which is a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I think he did a great job. I, I really do. And if you know me. That's giving very high praise to Nicolas Cage. If I yeah. said that you did a good job. Um, is it my favorite Nicolas Cage? No. But it's still really, really good acting. It's, and I mean, I stayed entertained just because I wanted to know what happened to the fucking pig. Yeah. I want to frame, frame this for you, though, and see what you think about it when we frame it this way. This movie, I've heard it compared to John Wick. No. Yeah, I, I, so I've heard this is John Wick. If John Wick was reacting like a normal human being and not just killing every motherfucker he saw, because the whole thing with John Wick is that his dog was killed, and he goes on this murderous rampage through like the criminal underbelly yeah. of uh, whatever city he's in to uh, to basically avenge his dog being killed. Uh, in this case, it's his uh, pig being stolen, 
uh, Nick Cage's pig being stolen, and he's basically going through uh, almost uh, he's almost t- like tearing through the the underground restaurant scene uh, in Portland, but like not in a violent way, but like just kind of like in a determined, steady, like yeah, egoless way uh, to just track down where uh, where what's his uh, is located. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that. I feel like it's a stretch, but at the same time, I kind of get it. Like, he does give off those vibes, too. Mm-hmm. Very like, intense. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I guess I guess so. Yeah, eh, maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, um. The way it ended, I I didn't like the ending of this movie. It was a bummer because uh, spoiler spoiler alert, uh, it turns out the pig was dead the entire time. Yeah, uh, and basically nobody like none of it mattered. Yeah, the the dude uh, and, and they hit on that too uh, towards the end of the movie. He's basically like, I kind of wish I didn't go looking for the pig because then the pig would at least in my mind be alive. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know where uh, the pig was, but at least I would think that the pig was still living. Um, and they kind of go into like the futility of it all. And the, and the interesting thing is like it goes into like the fact that he doesn't even need the pig to find its truffles. He doesn't need it for his living. He can do that by himself. Yeah, like like uh, he just ha- has the pig because I was I was like half I was half expecting them to pull a uh, John Wick where like the pig was a gift from like his uh, deceased wife. Yeah, uh, but uh, apparently that's not the case. No. Yeah. That's the whole, like yeah, I I don't know how long pigs live for, so. The connection with a pig was very odd. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. I felt like it should have ended with him having the pig. Just I think that would have like, been give the guy a happy ending. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I think that would have been a good ending. He's very it's it's a, it's a very melancholy movie. He's very he's like very sad and very depressed throughout the entire thing. Uh, but not like sad sack, but like just it's just like he's just got the, the sadness that's on like been on him ever. You can tell he's just kind of been like in that depressed mode ever yep. since like his his wife passed away. It's true. It's not explicitly stated, but you can kind of tell from everything that happens. Yeah, for sure. So um, what's your like? What's one thing that you liked? So my favorite thing in this movie and it's this is a whole scene in this movie that I liked. I went and I checked because the scene feels like it goes by very fast. But this is a whole 10 minutes of the movie. Uh, and it's the scene where they go to Chef Finley's uh, restaurant uh, when they go to Chef Finley. And basically what they do, is, the whole the whole thing is basically they, they track down. Uh, after they go to this fighting ring, they get a uh, get a line on who may know where the pig is. Uh, they go and uh, they find out it's Chef Finley's restaurant. Uh, Chef Finley used to work for uh rob uh he uh because rob was again a big big deal in portland uh some 15 years ago he was a a a prep cook and he was fired uh for overcooking the pasta uh but uh uh the interesting thing on this conversation they they have him uh they 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 get a meal there uh they have finley come out because he wants to talk to the chef he uh finley realizes who he is and during the course of their conversation, he basically tears down and not and not in like a brutal or like uh, not in like a uh, witty way or anything like that. But he like tears down 
like the pretentiousness of Chef Finlay. Uh, and basically, like, what are you doing with your life? You told me when you were like 15 years younger that you wanted to open an English pub, and now you're doing this macro gastronomic uh, deconstruction uh, food service thing. Uh, and he's like, he's like, and, and like the, the the best part of it is where he's like, uh, what was the dish? Uh, what was the dish you wanted to make? Uh, what was your signature dish going to be? And he like rattles it off like like that. Uh, he like uh, I forget what it was like scotch eggs or something like that, but like you could see it like in the guy's eyes, it, like the the just existential panic that he has because he realizes he's not where he wants to be, and then like when he just like gulps down that vintage wine, it's like that whole scene though the way that's just whole all conducted it was just like the the subtle the subtleness of the way uh, Nick Cage kind of delivered it. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the, how that played off of with the, uh, the actor playing Chef Finley. Uh, I thought it was just like a really cool, really interesting scene uh, of just like two characters talking, but like all this range of emotions going on. It was really cool. Yeah, <clears throat> that was a g- good scene. Um, my favorite scene, you know, I, that's really actually hard for me. I've been trying to think of like what scene did I like the most, and I don't know. Like, there, I feel like there's a lot of good sh- scenes, but like nothing that like jumps out at me. I, I do like the the Fight Club for the food industry scene. That is yeah. just just completely wild. Was the guy that he fought? Was he like a, a like a little person? I think he was just short, or is he? Or yeah, or is he just short? Because like I, I don't know how tall Nick Cage is, but he seemed like he seemed like a almost like maybe three quarters to yeah. half his height. And it doesn't help that like the camera was like down low too. Yeah, like the angle of it was it just that was very weird. But um, and you couldn't quite. So what it was is they, you would put your name on this list, and you have to sit there for was it a full minute? Or something like that, and the other person just gets to punch the shit out of you. Yeah, like they they bid money to like it, it looked like they were bidding money or chits or something to like get the opportunity to beat the hell out of whoever it was. Yeah, and the person that they're beating up doesn't fight back. So I, I don't quite understand that whole thing, except for just like it was crazy. Oh, the restaurants the restaurant scene, uh, I've heard it's pretty stressful. I've never oh, been in it. So I mean they're, they're just I, working out their stress. There are days I know I would probably easily go to one of those. Yeah. Um, it was just weird. It was weird, but I was just like, I kind of want a spinoff of this. I want to I want to know more about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is very odd. But um, so I'd probably say that's one of my favorite scenes just because like that's the one scene that really made me think of just like how how is this even put together like i don't know yeah it's it like weird. they yeah because they don't go too much into it except for the fact that he knows this guy because they, they meet him once in like this uh food truck park yeah and then they find him again in this uh this, this basement of this former hotel that's not like a, a public square uh but uh the other thing i really liked about that scene was that because he uh it kind of like hit, hit upon the fact that uh Rob, the character Rob, he has nothing to prove to anybody. He doesn't really care what anybody thinks of him. And that, I feel like that's really shown by the fact that he just stands there, puts his hand be, hands behind his back, and just let this guy wail on him. 
because he needs to, he doesn't need to show up and like make everybody think he's like some macho big big bad t- right. tough badass. He just wants the damn pig. Uh, he just wants his pig, uh, and that's all he cares about. Yep. Um. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Gas. <laughs> uh, what did you not like about it, though, Ryan? That's right. I, I got I read something and then psh, my mind just flew off. Um, what did I not like? Actually, there's quite a bit. Um, I don't know why this got me just like annoyed. Was whenever he goes, I remember every meal I've ever cooked. I remember every person that I served. I remember every, like, he just, like, went down this list of, like, he remembers every little detail of every little meal and every person that he served. That is the most unrealistic thing out of all of this. Yeah, it was like, how how slow was the service in this restaurant he was working in? You must really work at a shitty restaurant where people don't come in or you're so exclusive that, like, you serve maybe... 10 people like every six months i don't know yeah because like whenever i think back i'm just like i remember overall like the most common meals that we would cook um i you know certain places or weddings and kind of like little things that do stand out that i remember but i don't remember everybody and i did it for 12 years yeah but like I couldn't even tell you the last three years, you know? So, I mean, granted, I have a terrible memory, but still, like, it's just, I think in general, it's so unrealistic. And I don't know why immediately when we started talking about that, I was like, that's fucking stupid and not real. Like, come on. Nobody remembers all this stuff. So, so my understanding of it is only as a customer, but uh, I, I recently uh, just celebrating, uh, celebrating an occasion with my wife, we went to a pseudo fanciest restaurant where they had uh, what appeared to be a head chef and appeared uh and i don't know if this is a common thing but it appeared to me that the, the head chef wasn't necessarily even in the kitchen working on the food but he was just like put hands on it like as a kind of a quality control before it get, went out of the kitchen and so like he wasn't even like cooking the wouldn't even like in a normal situation be cooking the food but like making sure everything rep- is representative of what his uh menu is mm-hmm. before it goes out right yeah, some I mean, yeah, some places are like that. Uh, there are obviously some places where the the head chef he does cook. Um, depending again, it's all kind of like about the size, the type of place, what he wants. Um, oh, yeah, he is the boss. So. Yeah, yeah. So like a place like that, I mean, that might be a little bit easier to remember a lot of the people that you serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're out there more, but in the kitchen, I mean, come on, you make so much. Yeah. Like, even if it is only like 10 people a night, you know, that kind of exclusive place, that's still a lot of food. Yeah. 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 Cause people are going to come it's, in and, and it's order like 10 people every stuff. night. Yeah. So, I, you know, and I get it. It's a movie. It, it, I, I get it, but still, like, for some reason, that just really hit a nerve. I was like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> We're just going to take it, I guess, that he has an eidetic memory or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
this guy does not forget a thing, apparently. Yeah. Which, oh my god, that would be frustrating to live with, I bet. But uh, maybe that's why the pig was... It's interesting because it never really comes into it. Never really comes into anything later, except for the fact that he just remembers where, who all his contacts are after 15 years. I probably wouldn't remember any of that shit. No, I couldn't tell you anything. Like, uh, I think I wasn't. Uh, I was talking to my wife actually, and it's like I was in the military 15 years ago. I couldn't tell you shit about who I knew and what I was doing when I was in the military 15 years ago. So maybe. Maybe that is how he's able to remember all this stuff is uh, it's just like this past life. He's got this like eidetic memory that he's able to remember everything that happened in his uh, it, it just happens to be still going on uh, some 15, almost 20 years later. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so that's probably what I disliked most about this movie. What about you? Oh, I have a thing. Uh, I have to have a thing where I didn't like about this movie. Yes. Not just me. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the thing, uh, you talked about how you didn't really care for the ending. They kind of did lose me at the ending of this movie, not necessarily because it didn't have the happy ending, uh, but because it just, it felt like the movie was kind of building up to this crescendo, uh, because it led, uh, like it kind of, we get led to like the big or the quote unquote big bad, the antagonist of this entire movie, which is, uh, Amir's father, who is also a luxury goods salesperson, um, who's kind of like got a, a lock on the industry in Portland. Uh, and uh, instead of going in and throat punching him or anything like that, he cooks him this fancy meal, uh, which he happened to uh, have this really fancy meal with his wife. And there's this whole thing where his wife, uh, his uh, um, life support, she's like basically brain dead at this point is, is what it seems. Um, but we, we get to that. We, he, you know, breaks down. He reveals that the pig has actually been dead this entire time. Uh, but then we move past that and we get basically he gets taken back into where uh, it, to where he lives near where he lives. And uh, the end of the movie, he just walks out there and we just see him walking back into the camp. And everything just uh, there's like. I guess it's like life in a way in that there's like no clean endings to stuff like this stuff just happens and it just keeps going. So it's kind of like that. But. I like to have a nice like wrapped up ending uh to kind of tie up the plot uh and it really wasn't that it was just very much like left uh i mean we didn't have any really loose ends in the plot but it just kind of like it felt like a like rose 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 crescendo crescendo and then it just kind of like petered out yeah it, it like you said there wasn't really loose ends but it felt like it ended kind of like rushed in a sense of just like it's like up, oh, it's over. Build up, yeah, and then you just kind of like left hanging. It's like because it's like this movie is all about like kind of the emotion of it, and it built up all this emotional tension, yeah. And then it just kind of like everything was like exhausted uh, with that scene with the with the dad when he kind of breaks down after eating that meal, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then it just kind of like from it just kind of goes down, like all the tensions released. Uh, but not in the way you would typically have with a movie where like the bad guy's defeated and like that, and like the guy is victorious. But it's just yeah. like uh, it's it, the tension's released in so, like a in like home, kind of almost a frustrating way because nobody gets their comeuppance either. I was like these these people committed a crime. It's like yeah. call the police on them. Like like yeah, the, that was it. It was just... the tweak the tweaked out druggies. They don't get any punishment for like stealing the pig and killing it. Yeah. Uh, this dude doesn't get any punishment for uh going and uh. Uh, setting this whole thing up he's still like out there making his bucks uh, selling troubles and whatnot 
like and uh like our two heroes uh rob and amir uh, rob's just like sloughing off back to his camp uh to uh go look for truffles by himself and amir's in the woods sleeping in his car because he's like shook pretty shook by all of this yeah so it's like it's kind of a bummer ending for like the, the people we've been following the entire time yeah it definitely was besides the you know not having a happy ending it just was a weird ending yeah just feeling wise at least but it it is what you would kind of expect from like this uh this type of more auteur uh, artistic type movie yeah true yeah um anything beside anything else to mention before we rate this movie uh great acting by the pig pig is a great Mm -hmm. actor yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. I I always I always wonder like how actors deal uh how some like how how actors are working with animals because I always hear like it's such a nightmare working with animals. But I bet that working with the pig was probably fun. Seemed like it. Yeah. There's, I, I can imagine that the pig is gonna have more roles. Yeah. It's probably not his last uh, yeah. shindig. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. So how would you rate this? Uh. I would rate this as a cheers. I enjoy this and I recommend it. Uh, it is, uh, well, it is, it is more on the artistic side. Uh, uh, just go in there with an open mind. Uh, we always talk about, would this be uh, fun to watch? Uh, would this be one to watch with friends or watch by yourself? I think this is either or probably better to watch by yourself though, because it's like a, it's kind of a thinker a little bit and it's kind of, uh, it kind of like relies on you to, react to it emotionally mm-hmm. uh, and pulls and pulls on that a little bit. Uh, and so I, I recommend, I recommend this movie. I recommend you probably watch it alone uh, at a time when it's quiet. Uh, there's, Cause there's just some scenes that you won't be able to get into otherwise. And uh, that's, that's my thoughts on that. No, I, I do agree with this. Uh, I would give it a cheers. Um, I, I think it was perfectly fine watching it alone. Um, the wife, she, I mean, right now our only TV is in our bedroom. So she falls asleep immediately anytime we try to watch anything. So uh, she was asleep. So I pretty much was watching it by myself. <laughs> um, it was, uh, I think it was good. I mean, again, it's probably one of my favorite favorites it's on my list of favorite acting roles by nicholas cage yeah he he delivers it very well mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah that 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 was like my second favorite thing is like he there there are some movies there are a lot of movies where nick cage is goes in there i always criticize the rock the rock for this is like rock, the rock goes in and acts in a role and it's the rock it's not the character he doesn't disappear into his roles a lot yep. of times nick cage does that too it's like he walks in there and it's just nick cage it's not this character it's nick cage yeah, this was not Nick Cage. This was Rob. Yeah, yeah, and he like, I mean, I don't know if it was the fact that he was like matted down. He had the a really bushy beard that I'd never seen before, uh, and just he was just like didn't look like Nick Cage in any other movie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he disappeared in this role. So yeah, it was really he he delivered it. I agree. I'm, I do. So, um, <clears throat> I would recommend watching the trailer first, um, to know if. Honestly, if it's something that you want to watch, you know, I, I watched the trailer. I knew that I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I could see it also being one where you watch the trailer and you're like, meh, I'll pass. But, you know, it's Nicolas Cage. It's Cage Fest. So out of all the Cage movies that we've seen lately, uh, this is probably on my top list that we've seen. It's not too hard. We've watched some really bad ones. We've seen a lot of yeah. bad ones. You know, we still got Jiu-Jitsu out there. We still need to watch. Ooh. Not this uh, year. But, I mean, if I'm comparing this to Willie's uh, Wonderland, or is it Willie? Yeah, yeah, Willie's Wonderland. Oh, this yeah. is up there with that, because that movie this was is, fucking awesome. This is probably number two for me. Um, That's hard. Yeah, for me. But, yeah. I mean, like, I... When it comes to Nick, Nicolas Cage, I am extremely picky about what I actually like from him. Yeah, Willy's Wonderland, I'd watch with, like, my buddies. Uh, this movie, I'd watch with my wife. I mean, I would, yeah, I would watch this with my buddies. I'd watch this with my wife. Uh, it doesn't matter who I'd watch this with if I yeah. watched with people. Um, Willy's Wonderland, I could easily watch that a lot by myself or yeah. with a bunch of buddies. That, that movie's a little cathartic. It's so good. <laughs> So, yeah, I would probably put this as number two. And I'm rating these out of all Nicolas Cage movies that I've seen, not just from the podcast. Yeah. Um, there are lots of them. So there you go. First right, first one right out of the bat, it's a cheers from both of us. So GG's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, good game, man. Um, what do you think about this beer? We're We're almost done with it. We're, we're getting there. Yeah, I'm working through it. Uh, it's it's funny with the triple. It's always with these triple IPAs. Uh, the more I drink it, the more I like it. But it's I don't know if it's the buzz or what. So. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a pretty high APV if I remember right. Yeah, ten point five percent. So we're starting off pretty strong. Yeah, it's interesting. I because uh, uh, it's uh, it's got your pretty standard uh, New England IPA taste, but it's been a while since I've had like a good juicy IPA. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, ten and a half percent. Oof. What would you rate it? <clears throat> Ooh, out of the five point score, I'd rate this as maybe a solid four. I'd probably put this for me at four and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like this one a lot. There's a lot of flavors in this, and I like that. But I mean, it's with with Zelker and Turning Point. I mean. It yeah, can't like, not be a good beer. It's like two of the best in Texas. Yeah, that's so good. <clears throat> but um, I'm missing something. What What's next? Oh, thing of the week. Oh, geez. Thing of the week. I didn't even prepare for this. Do you have something or do we need to try to figure out something? I think it's pretty faddish right now, but my Great thing of the it. week is pretty simple. Uh, I, just like everybody else, if you've seen these like green and black and yellow squares showing up on your feed. I've been one of those people putting them out there. Ugh. This Wordle game. I am a sucker for word games, and I've been playing the hell out of this. I've been playing this game now for almost two months. Uh, and uh, I don't know what it is. It's like part of my morning routine now. I just hopped in there, and I'm just like, I actually uh, played it right before we started the podcast. So I was like, I got to get my streak in there. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> my thing of the week is Wordle. It's a, it's, it may be the thing of the year, because uh, it started like right up in January, so. I so I started playing, but if you know me, I'm really bad at words, spelling, anything related to words. I'm really bad. But uh, two days ago, right? Well, I so I've been playing. Hmm, I think I started last Sunday, 
and I've only gotten one day wrong. So I feel like that's pretty good for uh, somebody that sucks at this shit. Yeah. But honestly, I almost didn't want to because of the posting. Your stats or whatever the hell that is. Oh, oh it annoys the fuck out of me. I did it for the first like two or three times and then I stopped doing it. It's like, I don't want my oh, need to be just like green and yellow squares. It's so stupid. I'm like, I don't care how you people did. It's funny. It's it's and you know what is funny though is like the first time uh when it like was again when it was just like starting I uh, everybody was doing it and I couldn't figure out how to do it so I was just doing it manually until I found there was a share button <laughs> that ah. just does it for you uh but I was just out there like with my green and green and black and yellow squares just like kind of punching everything and like just like all right first one and black black green black black yellow or how I many there was five squares. And then just kind of going down the row there. It's like keeping track of it. It took a while. But uh, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I don't post it. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like to keep it. I haven't posted any, you know, but I also haven't posted anything since I last posted something about Wordle. So I don't post very much. I mean, I, w- I was looking at my Facebook uh, actually today to see, because I was, I was thinking, ah, I think I posted something that I wanted to like reshare. And I was just like, I don't remember the, like, the only things that I've like I've posted is just like resharing like our podcast or the strikeout beer or you know what I mean? It's just like I've like shared things, but I've never actually made a post in a long time. Yeah. And I'm just cause like truth, I hate Facebook. I just do. Oh yeah. If I could get rid of it. Oof. And I've be been nice. thinking about it, but I mean the only reason I have it is because of a lot of pages that I'm a part of and stuff like that. That I'm like, okay, I kind of want to stay in those, even though I don't even look at them. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, um, my thing of the week, it's uh, a lot different. But um, and I'm pretty sure I've shared this before, but I want to recommend therapy. Um, it's something I started... Oh geez, it's I've probably been doing uh, since towards the end of December or beginning of December I started doing therapy and man, let me tell you, it's changed my life. Um and I think honestly, I think just even if you think you're okay, you're fine, just having somebody to talk to cuz there are days I go I'm like Honestly, this last week, everything felt fine and great. But then it's like we kind of just talk about the past and kind of work on just if you're, you know, like I, I consider myself a good person, but it's working on becoming an even better person and uh, figuring out your past so you can realize like, oh, you know, I, I do this because of how I was, you know, raised this way or because of this trauma or you know what I mean? So I just recommend give it a shot. Just go be open-minded and especially if you are going through something really tough, really hard, because like whenever I went, it was for one specific reason. And let me tell you, we have gone way off of that subject to go on to many more things. And, but it's absolutely changed my life and for the best. I mean, I know mentally I'm healthier than I've ever been in my life. Absolutely. I know I've said that throughout our podcast episodes where I'm like taking care of your mental health and taking care of yourself, all that stuff. And let me, it just, this last, what, how many months? Uh, this last like three, four months, it's truly it's mentally been the best. So 
There we go. Nice. Uh, do you want to do the socials or should I? Uh, I don't even remember the socials. Yeah, there's a lot point. more now. <laughs> so, ooh, I should have turned that down first. So you can follow us on Let's Do. At, well, you can follow Let's Do a Podcast on Facebook at Let's Do a Podcast, Twitter at Let's Tweet a Pod, Instagram at Let's Instapod. Yeah, uh, YouTube. At, uh, I think you could just search "Let's do a podcast" now, and we you, should show. Do you up. remember? Do you remember the socials? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm doing great. Uh, you can also follow us at the Partycast Network because we are a part of the Partycast Network on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. I think that's it. TikTok. Uh, there is a TikTok for it. <laughs> Uh, oh really? Yeah, I know. I need to go and post. Do I need, do I need to download TikTok now? Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> um, so check out Partycast Network. Check out Let's Do a Podcast. Let's have some fun. Connect with you guys. Uh, if there's any beer you want us to drink, hit us up. If there's any movies you want us to watch, make sure you let us know. Caveat: I will not drink that Thanksgiving beer again. No, we will not do that beer again. <laughs> but I think based off of having that beer, we'll pretty much try anything now. Yeah, true, very true. So, except for he's scared to try a pickle beer. But, ladies and gentlemen, hang out with us. Next week, it's Waker Man. So, buckle up, Buttercup. Not the bees. Not ah! the bees. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And let's end a podcast. Bye. Bye.